Hey everybody, well, we're not on lockdown or quarantine. You can find me in all my dates at Garden Barn Grill, located in La Habra and Pico Rivera. Best food, best service. Be there. Welcome back. Happy Monday, everybody. I didn't put a show out Friday just because it was Christmas Day. So I took the day off, but here we are. It's Monday, Monday, fun day. You guys back to school, back to work. What's going on? I know you guys want to hear about my Vegas date. How did it go? Did you get catfish? Was she ugly? Did you get laid? Were you annoyed with her? Let us know, Rock. Let us know. I'll get to that. I'll get to that. I definitely wasn't catfish. That's for sure. That's for sure. I did fly to Vegas, and this is the thing. And she's from Wisconsin. I flew from LAX to Vegas. The biggest mistake I ever did in my life. It was stupid. Usually, when I fly to Vegas, I fly to Long Beach or even or even on Ontario. But right now, those um airports they're not doing straight shots to Vegas. You had to do like three stops, four stops. So it's like seven hour flight. It's stupid. But the flights are so cheap. Like I said, it's 20 bucks one way, $40 round trip. So let me fly. 20 bucks, 40 bucks. Let me fly. It takes an hour for me to drive to LAX. You got to get there an hour and a half, two hours before they take off, before boarding. That's like three hours already, people. I could have drove to Vegas, and that's not counting, getting off the plane, and I don't see why everybody has to freaking stand up when the plane lands. Wait your turn. Wait your turn. I hate when people get up in the middle of the aisle to get their bags, and they're in the back. Everybody's standing in the aisle. Their butts are in your face. I hate that. Wait your turn. When it's your role's turn, you can get up and get your bag. So you got to fly to Vegas, get off the plane, walk to the Uber area, call Uber, so on and so on. If you're in the LA area, just drive there. Just, I wish I would have just drove there. It was stupid flying over there. And then I had an hour delay, which I was super pissed. I had an hour delay. It was dumb. So unless Long Beach Airport opens again, I'm not going to fly to LAX. I don't care how cheap it is. It just doesn't make sense. And not to... I I was I had my car parked at LAX Airport. When I got back, it cost $80 for parking. $80 for parking. It was so stupid. I totally regret that. Back to my date. I tell her while you fly there, like you get there like an hour before I get there, so I'll meet you at the I, I meet you at the hotel. She says, "Cool." I tell her I'm away. I'm in Uber. I'll be like in five minutes, whatever. She's outside waiting for me. I spotted her right away, and I was like, "Oh shit!" Like she's cute. She's a cute chick. Hashtag winning. I get there. We hug. It was cool. Check in, go upstairs. I go, let's relax a little bit, watch TV, and I go downstairs and gamble and see what's going down on the floor. 
I fall asleep on her, dude. I know I wasn't. Did I have jet? Can you be jet lagged for a 30 minute flight? I felt like I was jet lagged. I knocked out, dude. I woke up in the middle of the night and she was there watching TV. I think she's watching like 48 hours or something, something crazy like that. I felt bad. I thought, oh shit. I go, hey, um, did you want to go downstairs and grab something to eat or something? She go, yeah. I'm I'm just so excited that she's a real chick. Like she, I'm not I'm not getting catfish. She's a real chick and she's like a real girl. And when I say like a real girl, I don't mean like. I guess I'm so used to dating these plastic chicks from Hollywood, LA, because I live over here in Southern California. She's a regular girl from Wisconsin. She did have a speedy 30 Louis Vuitton purse. But I think she has it just because she likes it. They're made for white girls. She has it. But she don't have to floss. She just likes it because she likes it, I think. I don't know if Louis Vuitton are made for strippers or not. I don't know. I think it was made for just white chicks. People are getting mad at me right now. But anyway, she's a real chick. Average, just... I don't want to say average. That's, that's kind of rude to say. But like, she wasn't trying to impress. She didn't want me to impress her. We're just chilling. So we go downstairs. Get some drinks at the bar. I gamble a little bit. I, I lost right away. I lost gambling right away. And I didn't know. I have a cousin. who's he, He's a baller. He has a lot of money. So when he got, I'd be went to Vegas. This guy plays like $10,000 a hand. He, he, he really gambles. That's his thing. Been doing it for years. Every time he goes to Vegas, gets a, they give him a free penthouse. High roller. That's what you call him. High roller. He hits me up. He goes, hey, make sure you don't gamble in Vegas. I wish he would have told me before that. Because I guess when you gamble that much money and you've been gambling that long, you get to know the dealers and dealers know you. You built that relationship with dealers. He says, nobody talks about it, but right now Vegas is not letting people win. Not as much as they used to. I wouldn't say Vegas is hurting, but Vegas isn't doing as good as they were. And let me tell you, it was a ghost town there. I could imagine the billions of dollars they are losing right now during this lockdown, during this quarantine. I could only imagine. So they are not letting the average gambler win. They're taking your money. The dealers, they're not allowed to talk about it. But it's getting talked about. People know about it. I found out a little too late. I'm not a big gambler, so I didn't lose that much money. But if I would have known that ahead of time, I probably wouldn't even have gambled. And I know a lot of you guys are going out there for New Year's Eve or just going out there because the flights are cheap and so on and so on and the rooms are cheap. Just be careful gambling. That's all I'm saying. Be careful gambling. Gamble responsibly. That's what they say anyways. So I gamble. I lose a little bit of money. Get some snacks. Go back upstairs. Because nothing's open. There ain't no clubs open. There ain't no live music going on. There ain't no restaurants open. There ain't nothing to do in Vegas but to gamble. That's the only thing there is to do there. 
And we weren't really tripping because it was more like a meet and greet anyways. She wasn't tripping on that. She didn't even bring no dress clothes, really. She go, I just brought sweats. Bought some gym outfits. I wasn't planning on going out. Cool, but I, I still know she wanted to have a good time, though. I, I mean, who doesn't want to have a good time? She meeting The Rock out there. Rocky Nash. It's a big deal for her to meet me. Super huge deal. Probably told all her friends about me. Her parents. She's probably pumped up. I want to meet Rocky Nash in Vegas. Wow. When I go on dates, it's a lot of pressure on me. I'm kind of a big deal. I'm kind of a big deal. We go upstairs. I eat my flaming hot Cheetos. I'm just chilling. She's scratching my back. I love getting my back scratched. Like, I love it. That's my thing. That's my thing. She's scratching away. She's going to ham on my back. She's letting my back have it. I fall asleep on her. I literally knocked out. I knocked out. Woke up the next morning. She's asleep like a little sweet angel next to me. And I felt bad. I felt bad like, man. I think she wanted sex. I think she wanted some Rocky Nash sex. I think she wanted it. Poor thing flew from Wisconsin to go see me in Vegas. And I didn't give her sex. I felt bad. I really did. I get up. Go to the bathroom. Speaking of bathrooms. I don't know why Vegas does this. Why isn't Vegas putting locks on bathroom doors anymore in Vegas? How is that a thing? Why is Vegas doing that? I hate it. You know most of us before we take a shower... You kind you go to you go to bathroom, you take a shit. You should you should take a shit before you take a shower. It's the right thing to do. But sometimes when you're doing that, what if what if a girl you're with a girl, and what she's all oh I'm gonna be really sexy and spontaneous. I'm gonna go take a shower with him. He 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 he. So you're taking a shit and you're always worried about that girl sneaking up on you while you're taking a shit. Because she thinks you're in the shower. Because most human beings, people with class, they're going to take a shit with the shower running. You have to have the shower running when you go in the restroom. You don't want the shit being all like all quiet and you go in the bathroom. That's weird. And why do they make, not hotels, but why do they make air fresheners? Why are air fresheners so damn loud? Like, as it is, you're taking a crap. You don't need to announce it to everybody. But the aerosol. Oh, they must be taking a shit. I can hear that aerosol from right here. I can hear the spray. Why is this so loud? Anyways, back to Vegas showers with the doors with no locks. Put locks on the door. Every time somebody takes a crap, you're so worried about somebody walking in. I hate that. Anyways. Back to my date, washing my face, brush my grill, spray a little Axe body spray on me. It's smelling real good. 
Super good. Go lay back down. She's up. She gets up. I'm going to wash my face real fast. Go ahead. She brushes her teeth. I can hear her brushing her teeth. It's cool. She comes back. She lays down next to me. Still, I'm back in my head. I'm like, I need to give her sex. I feel like she's like I'm obligated. Like I like I have to. What kind of rude person would I be if I didn't give her it? Best five inches of her life. I'll tell you that right now. I'm gonna give it to her. Start fooling around. We're grinding. Like high school kids. We're just grinding. I'm not even, I'm not I'm not really into it. And not that she's not pretty, she's a very pretty girl. Natural. She's a pretty girl. I hate, and let me tell you, I hate morning sex. I do not like morning sex at all. Not even a little bit. It's stupid. You shouldn't have sex till after 11 o'clock or something. Sex is not made for the morning. It's just weird. It's super weird. I don't care. Yelling me in the car and your headphones on or whatever you're doing. I don't like morning sex. It's dumb. I don't even like having sex without any AC. I need AC. It needs to be 72 degrees or lower or some bullshit. You know what else is really bad? Water sex. Who says, imagine being in a jacuzzi or a hot tub having sex? No. That's terrible. You can't even, it's, it, it, it don't even feel right. It feels weird with the water going on. I feel like it just, water sex is overrated. I don't know who, I don't know who thought water sex is a good thing. Who pumps it up? Like, oh yeah, in the jacuzzi, in a bathtub, in a shower, or in a pool. That's stupid. Water sex is so dumb. Let me tell you that right now. That's the worst thing. So we're grinding. We're getting into it. I'm trying to get into it at least. I kind of tell her, hey, I'm an honest guy. I tell her, hey, I'm not really into morning sex. I'm telling her this in the middle of foreplay. I go, I'm not really into, into morning sex. And as she tells me, can I tell you something? Absolutely. What's up? She goes, I hate morning sex too. I don't like it. I go, no way. She goes, yeah, I, don't, like, I think it's weird. I go, can we stop? And she goes, yes. And we kind of both high-five each other low-key. And we just watch TV. And it's not like we want to... We're, we're attracted to each other like we are. Trust me, you're probably saying, oh, bro. You're probably saying, bro, she's just not into you. She's not into you. If she was into you, she would have like, had sex with you. I could have had sex. It could have happened. For sure. I didn't want to. She didn't want to. That's fine. It probably saved their whole date, too, because I'm one of those guys, and I'm not saying with her, but I usually get over a chick really fast once I have sex. It's just been a thing. I don't know if somebody put a curse on me or something's going on, but that's how it usually works out. So I'll save the whole day because she don't have to fly back to later that day, and I don't have to fly back to later that day as well. So we're all happy. We get We shower. We check out. We go eat at some place called Argordo's Tacos. Every time I go to Vegas, 
It's a taco stand across from Circus Circus. Check it out if you're there. It's on a strip. Every time I go there and pass by, there's like an hour, two-hour line wait. It goes around the block. And let me tell you, one of my biggest flex of 2020, one of my biggest flex on 2020 is not ever eating Popeye's chicken, the chicken sandwich. Biggest flex. Popeye's chicken. I'm not fucking waiting in line for Popeye's chicken. Biggest flex. So like I said, Vegas kind of empty. So Gordo's taco line, it was pretty, not empty. It was like a 30-minute wait. And for that place, that's not bad. That's not bad at all. We go online. We're chilling, having a good car. She's actually pretty funny. She's a funny chick. A matter of fact, this girl talks more than me. She talks more than me, which is mind-blowing. So it was a really good conversation. She's funny. We had some tacos. It was the only taco I ate in Vegas. You know what I mean? Anyways, so the tacos, they're freaking amazing, dude. They are not overhyped. They are, like, amazing, amazing. Best tacos I've ever had in my life. I promise you. Number one on my list. I know some of you are probably saying, oh, the better tacos are in TJ or San Diego or wherever. Everybody has their own, fav- has their own favorite taco spot. I get it. I'm not going to have a debate with you on who has better tacos. For me, that place is it's it's beautiful. I think next time I go to Vegas, I don't think I would have waited in line there. But I will pay somebody to go wait in line and bring me tacos back to my room. I'm not into like hype beast places. I'm just not. Most of them are overrated and they're letdowns. I hate people from Texas. Texas has a spot, a hamburger place in Texas. You know what I'm talking about. It's called Whataburger. Whataburger is whack. The most overhyped hamburger place you'll ever eat in your life is super plain. And I hate that people from Texas compare to In-N-Out. There is nothing compared to In-N-Out. And I know there's a listener that's listening right now. Her name is Ceci. And she's from Apostle. She's from Texas. And she always posts Whataburger when she goes over there. Ceci, Whataburger is whack. Stop being stupid. It is terrible. In-N-Out is amazing. In-N-Out just opened up in Denver, Colorado. While actually in Aurora. It was on the news over there. There was a 14 to 15 hour wait in a drive-thru for In-N-Out. People were waiting 14 to 15 hours to get In-N-Out. That would never happen at Whataburger. That would never happen at Five Guys. That would never happen at The Habit. Only In-N-Out could pull some shit out like that. Only In-N-Out. Back to my date. We walked around the strip, had good conversations, went to the airport, hugged. She went home. I went home. End of the date. It was good. I didn't get, I didn't get tired of her. I wasn't annoyed of her. It was cool. What could come out of that date? I don't know. She's from Wisconsin. I'm from over here. I don't see anything. I don't see like the end game with that. Like what could the end game be with the girl from Wisconsin? I don't know. I don't know how long distance relationship could work. I don't think they could. I do watch 90 Day Fiance. It's one of my favorite shows. There's a new season out right now. Season 7. I love that show. Watch it. 
it's about an American person marrying somebody from a different country. So a lot of people think that this other person from a different country, from like a poverty country, is trying to marry this person only for paperwork, for the green card or whatever you want to call it. Citizenship. So the first episode every season, I always pick out a couple like that couple not going to make it. There's no way. There's no way. Go digger. So on this season, there's a, there's a girl. She's a model from Brazil. She's a really pretty girl. She's like 22 years old. Really pretty. She's a model, Brazil. You can only imagine, right? She's with this dude. She's engaged to this white dude who's like 50 years old or whatever. I don't know how old. He's like 50, I think. A lot of money. I think he's a millionaire. A lot of money. And right away you're thinking, this chick is only with him for the money, gold digger, and for citizenship. She wants paperwork. That's why she's with him. And that's what I thought episode one. I'm on episode three. I'm starting to think they like each other. I go, maybe, hold on. Maybe this is real. I think she might like him. There's another couple, Florida. This dude, he's an Uber driver. He met this chick one day in Dominican Republic and DR. Now, this chick is a fucking gold digger. You got to watch this shit. She thinks people in America just have money. I don't want to give two details on the show, but it's a good show. It's it, it's Every relationship is a train wreck almost. Some make it, some don't. It's just a really good show. It's super good. 90 Day Fiance. Check that one out. How was the Christmas? My Christmas was good. I had my son. Last year, I was sick during this time. I was really sick last year, so I missed Christmas, and I missed New Year's, and so on and so on. So it was good to feel good and to be healthy this season. I know during holiday season, it's a very it the 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 suicide rates are are high up. Holiday season, people are missing you know dead ones. I probably said it wrong. That don't even sound right. People are missing dead ones. That just sounds weird. You know what I mean. And I feel like the more and more social media gets bigger and bigger, the more people floss. And it's dope. I I think it's amazing that a lot of you guys will, you know, you want to post your kids opening their gifts. And see their smiling faces. That's cool. Like I'm not going to take that away from you people. I'm not. But are you doing it to see your your kid smile on his face? Are you doing to floss? 2020 is a bad year for a lot of people. It's a bad year. People lost their jobs. People are hurting for money. Imagine not having money and not be able to buy your kids what they want for Christmas by you opening up Instagram on everybody's story. It's people just showing PS5s, showing all this stuff. They got to feel let down, right? They got to feel bad for their kids that they let their kids down. How do they feel? Are we shoving it into people's faces? Oh, look what I got my kid. What'd you get your kid? Is it a pissing contest? Why are you opening up your gift 
with one hand and have your phone in your other hand. You're struggling opening up the gift because you only have one hand. You can't hold the box while you're trying to undo the gift wrap and you're trying to open it up and you're trying to film it. Put the phone down and just open up the fucking gift. Please. Please do that. As it is, you already know what's in the box. You already know what's in the gift. You already know what gift it is. Because if, if there was any chance that it could be a whack-ass gift, you would not post it on Instagram. Just be honest. If it was boxers or white t-shirts or something like that, you wouldn't floss on Instagram. So when you're unwrapping a gift, hee hee I wonder what this is. You know what it is already. That's why you're posting it. That's why you open it with one fucking hand. So are we posting things on Instagram for the right reason? People are hurting this year. Stay humble. I think it's amazing that you spoil your kids. I think that's amazing. Amazing. You're truly blessed. Truly blessed. Just saying a lot of people can't do that this year. It's a tough year for a lot of people. Let's not throw it into people's faces. Let's not let's not be that let's not be those people. Let's not. People posting them wearing like PJs, sweats on Christmas Day, Christmas Eve, all comfortable. Look at my PJs. Look at my sweats. You've been wearing that all year. What are you talking about? It's a new style. That's our lazy our generation is. Guys, you wear fucking sweats and a white t-shirt with Jordans. Girls, you wear gym outfits every day, leotards, and you didn't even go to the gym. We don't dress anymore. And that's not even hating. I've been dressing like that for years. Before it was a style. I wear sweatshorts. I have like 30 pairs of sweatshorts in my closet. That's all I wear. It could be raining. I'm going to have sweatshirts on. I love it. I love it as a style now. I feel like I'm finally in style. Crocs are in style. I'm finally in style. This is cool. Just feel for bad for people that can't afford things right now. What really annoys me right now is that I know like the um the president and Democrats, Republicans, whatever, they're fighting over that EDD, that stimulus check, or whatever it is. And I know those people that are working that don't get that check. I'm very aware of that. And you feel left out maybe. But some people really do need that check. And you're hating on it. Why are you hating on other people getting money for? Yeah, it's free money. I get it. Yeah, you're working. You're paying taxes. But you should be grateful that you still got a job and you get to pay taxes. You should be more grateful for having a freaking job. And say you're so hateful, you're mad. Oh, like In your heart, let's be honest, in your heart, you're hoping people don't get that check. You post memes about, oh, $300, $600, enjoy it. And you're showing people at the liquor store with that shit. And I know people misuse that check. But some people actually need that check. They really need that money. They have kids. They have bills. But you're so hateful. You're focusing on the wrong thing. Focus on you have a job. That, the, that this whole pandemic didn't affect you. 
that you're still living decent, that your bills are paid, that your kids are eating, that you had a good Christmas. But you're hating. You don't want that check to go through. What's wrong with you people? And those people listening to this on a way to work that probably think that way. I don't even freaking care. You're focusing on the wrong thing. You're the same people that low-key hate on your friends that you hope your friend's business goes out of business. You don't support people. You're that person. You're that person. I promise you you are. Yeah, you are. You're a hater. You don't want other people to succeed, which is mind-blowing. Just be happy that you still have a job. And to you people that did blow that money, that did blow that stimulus check, that overused the money, maybe this time around, if it does come around, maybe this time you'll be better with your money. That you're going to go buy those expensive shoes. That you're going to buy 1942 bottles. That you're not going to waste. That you put it away for a rainy day. A rainy day has been a rainy year. It's been a rainy year. Be better with your money. Be better with your money. And don't be a hater. Those haters are the same people that post, It's tax season. Here come the wannabe ballers. We get it. You're a tattoo artist. You're a drug dealer. You're a stripper. We get it. You don't pay taxes. So why do you have to hate on the people that do pay taxes? They have regular jobs. If they want to ball out with their tax money, let them ball out. Don't ball out on your stimulus check. But if you want to ball out and treat yourself with your tax money, you earn that. This week we record Street Scholars again. Big announcement. You probably see on Instagram already that we did get G money as a new co-host. It's going to be amazing. He has a great personality. Funny. One of the funniest guys I know. Funny as shit. Funny as shit. So we're excited for that. And then we actually have a big announcement that we're going to announce um, this week on the podcast. So stay tuned for that. And like I said, Street Scholar is not going to be on audio anymore. It's not going to be on Apple Podcasts. It's not going to be on Spotify. It's not going to be on Google or SoundCloud. Street Scholar is now a YouTube show now. It's only on YouTube. So if you're checking this out, listening to this episode, make sure you go to Street Scholars on YouTube and hit that subscribe button because that's the only way you're going to hear or listen to it is on YouTube. We have a lot of big things going on in Street Scholars. Nashville, episode 8, late.